there it is. For you guys. Enjoy, enjoy. Welcome to what the f did we just watch? Playoff game number one versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. Five zero ass whooping. Except this time we were at the wrong end of it. Yeah. My name is Shooter, and I have with me the stash. Thomas Schooley, this is We the Thunder. Sad stash. And um Man, like, where, where, where do we start? We're not going to do the play-by-play -play game breakdown tonight. We're going to open up the phone lines. We're going to hopefully try to give you a show that you didn't even get on Bally Sports or however you watch tonight. And um, we're going to try to talk about the positives as well. But we're going to talk about the negatives. We're going to talk about what we just watched for sure. So... Guys, give us your, your opening thoughts here. We're going to put the number on the uh, board here. If anyone wants to call in, we're looking for three stars of the chat or uh, a good caller because we've got some goodies to give away tonight from Pucks and Pizza, from Smack Apparel, and from Maltronics. So um, give us some good uh, comments. Give us some good calls. Schoolie, let's start with you. Um, I know you went to the watch party. Yeah, first, happy birthday, Shooter. Today's Shooter's birthday. So, happy birthday to Shooter. 40. The big 4-0. I, I thought when the score said 4-0, I thought they were celebrating your birthday. And then and then Toronto had to go and score again and make it 50. So, yeah. they're wishing you an early decade from now birthday. So, but happy birthday to you. Thank you. Um, kind of crummy that the boys didn't celebrate it, or maybe they were. Maybe they were just drunk and celebrating themselves. Um, you know, that five-minute power play at the very beginning, I think that defined the whole game right there. You have to score. You don't score, and that takes so much out of the lightning sails and puts so much on Toronto's side. Um we couldn't do anything. We couldn't get into the zone. We couldn't get a power play. We couldn't score a goal to save our life. Um, to the fact that Stamkos had a wide open net and missed it. And you don't see that, especially after the year he's had. Um, and then the Toronto fans chant and Stamkos, Stamkos, Stamkos. As we've learned before, be careful what you wish for, because Stamkos might make you regret that. Um, if there's any team you can go down 0-1 to, it's Toronto. We know that it will always be in Toronto's head, um, so it's going to be interesting to see how the Bolts come out and play on Wednesday. Yeah, um, I, I think there were some positives, but I also think that what it really came down to is the Lightning didn't really make any adjustments at all early on. And Toronto basically had them scouted. They were, especially during the power play, they had three guys at the blue line and they collapsed as soon as they saw where, what side of the puck, what side of the ice or zone that puck was going to. Our guys were overmatched immediately. We had the man advantage. And yet every time they got in there, uh, they didn't, you know, they didn't make the adjustments. So, I mean, you could say Coop got out coach. That's not true. Uh, there's only so much you can do on the bench on the fly. Uh, some of the stuff in the intermission, yeah, you can make adjustments. But he went out and he made his line changes. He, I think he 
did what he could do in between periods. But I think what happened is that this team expected it to be much more physical, and Toronto came out and they played a speed game. And I don't think the Lightning were ready for a speed game. And yes, the Lightning can play physical hockey, but it's kind of like that Carolina series where every time they tried out physical last season, it's like almost like every time they tried out physical, they would get behind and they would. That's when they struggled against that team. Later on, they had to adjust it. They had to be more physical against some of the other teams, and they had to really be. More. So, like, I think that's the big adjustment they need to. And I think we started seeing that in the third. You could say that oh, they were up five nothing, but I don't care who you are. If it's the playoffs, I want it to be ten nothing. I don't care. Okay, we give up one goal. Campbell's not going to care. I want it to be ten nothing. You know what I mean? I'm trying to run it up. I'm not playing it safe whatsoever at that point. So I think the Lightning had some good play in the third period. Their the power play really definitely started to come around. Obviously, you even mentioned that shot that Stamkos had was on the power play. They set it up really well. They had a couple of great opportunities. There were some bounces that didn't go their way tonight, too. So uh, you're going to have games like that every once in a while where you're not getting bounces. It just sucks that then also you're getting out hustled as well because then every bounce that doesn't go your way ends up going their way. And a lot of times that ends up in the back of the net. And we saw that. They had offensive rushes uh, or odd man rushes. You know, they, they had a lot of their trademark situations. Power play goal. Shorthanded goal. Uh, I texted our message. These guys, I wish the, the refs would just stop calling power plays for the Lightning. Just don't call. But then, right as soon as I said that, that's when they started to get it going again. And honestly, uh, I don't know. Do you have the stats, uh, um, Shooter? Because I, I haven't looked at the line yet. I'm interested to see what the faceoff numbers are because just casually watching and not really keeping track, it looked like the Lightning did a pretty good job in the faceoff circle. So if they could keep that going, and still a little bit better job with their possession and matching kind of the speed that Toronto was bringing out. Um, that that's going to be good for them. You know, you, talk, you, you talked about physicality, and I think before the series even started, there was a little um, gamesmanship going on from Toronto's head coach, who had said right. that the Lightning were borderline uh, borderline violent. Um, who said the series was going to be borderline violent? He yeah, said the but, Lightning were violent. Well, no, he said – he came out and said he watched the Lightning the last two seasons. Right. And he said he that said we the all – He didn't say they were. He didn't say the Lightning were – he didn't quote-unquote call the Lightning violent. He said this series was going to be borderline violent. Hey, let anyway. me pause you guys right there because we got a uh, a caller on the line. Can you hear us? I can hear you just fine. What's going on, guys? Happy birthday, Shooter. This is uh, Peter Blake of the Sports Web. I oh, knew I recognized that voice. Thank you, Peter. Um, I know you watched the game yeah. tonight. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on the mess that you saw out there? Uh, well, it was a mess, uh, and hopefully it's a reality check, gentlemen, because uh, this team, if they continue to play like this, they're going to get slapped. And I love the Lightning, and, and I think they're absolutely talented. Of course, two-time Stanley Cup champion, but you can't you know, just come out and, and look flat and just look like you're just getting beat to everything. And it looked like Toronto to me was just a little bit faster tonight on top of it, the lazy passes. Yeah. And it kind of sums up the night, right? I mean, the five minute power play, you get a major power play opportunity. You're not even able to get a shot on net. 
And then you finally get a great scoring opportunity from Steven Stamkos, and he whips on it. I mean, how many times have we seen him put the biscuit in the basket on that? So it was just one of those nights. And, of course, we know that this team and their veteran leadership and their coaching uh, can come out of it. But they definitely got to do a better job in game two because at this point it's kind of a must win, right, fellas? Not, uh, against not against the Leafs. Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> not against the Leafs. I don't think so. They, they um, were up three games to zero last year and shit the yeah. bed. So yeah, three to one. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I, mean, I, I wrong, just think it'd be better to come out. Yeah, there's definitely right. some urgency issues to those guys for sure early on, and like I said, I feel like it kind of leveled out. You, you saw the bedlam kind of break out there, not kind of absolutely break out there in the third period. Uh, And I wonder how that's going to affect going forward, specifically Corey Perry. You know, they were talking about that earlier in the game, that Belmar had an interview when he talked about how he hated playing against Corey Perry because he has a way of getting on your skin. And then you start focusing on him specifically every time you get out there. Oh, I got to go. I got to go get a jab on Paris. I got to go. I got to go get a stick on him. I got to go do something an elbow something. And so then you're leaking and you're not playing disciplined hockey, covering the guy you're supposed to or worrying about what you're supposed to. So hopefully Corey Perry kind of already set that needle and maybe even Maroon, those mm-hmm. guys together can start doing that and maybe get them out there against not just the big guys, maybe get them out there against, um, you know, Matthews and Monterey in a situation where it's not necessarily, uh, you know, the speed isn't going to be as big of a deal. Like, it's a tough matchup. But, I mean, even if you can get them out there in against some of the other supplementary scoring, that could be a big storyline going forward here. And my camera wants to just be shit. Tonight. Yeah, the school bus line was yeah, out. I'll tell you right now. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say the school bus line was, was out there for that Mitch Marner goal. And uh, I think it was Chris on, on Twitter posted a screen capture of what – what what was looks like horrible hockey where you've got yeah. three of our players <laughs> gathered around Vassy, which is why he had no idea what he was even doing to try to stop that. You can't leave a guy that wide open, but it was a problem all up and down the lineup tonight. It didn't really matter who was in. You can talk about Stamkos missing that wide open net. Kucherov whiffed on two shots himself. And yeah. the yeah. not just like the whiffing on the on shots, which shows you know you're not concentrating, but these weak ass passes that we like to make right at the blue line are just yep. deadly. You can't give those away, and um, you know Toronto made us pay for it. They had several breakaways, scored on some, didn't score on others. How many odd man rushes did the Lightning have tonight? Did the Lightning have? Yeah. Over. None, I don't think. I don't remember. No, they had a couple. And then finally, I think <laughs> in the third, they had a couple, yeah. Um, I started so, drinking. And if, well, and if, they, were, game, they were. Go ahead. Yeah, look, they were over five on the power play tonight, and you got to give credit to where credit is due. I mean, Toronto did an exceptional job of being aggressive defensively and not allowing them to you know really set up and and get anything, and it seemed like, you know, again, Stamkos had an opportunity, and then I believe Brody made a play where Kucherov is trying to pass it to the middle and just, you know, makes an effort play, gets a stick down, blocks it, and then, of course, it leads to a breakaway, and 
look, we know how good Toronto is when it comes to shorthanded, and they showed that tonight. So anytime you 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 have lazy passes, you're turning over the puck, and you're giving it to a team that you know is optimistic as uh, you know Toronto, they're going to make you pay for it, and and they did tonight. And you know it's game one. I get it. Uh, the Lightning have to come on, have a better effort, and I think uh, you guys, if there's anything to take out of this positive. I think they played a lot better in mid-second uh, period to third. Uh, they started it, and it seemed like you know what really fired them up is when they were you know getting a little bit more physical, uh, you know fighting and fighting and stuff like that. You know, getting some emotion in the game because it seemed like they came out and they were just flat. That's my opinion. They sure were. <laughs> they yeah, sure they, were. Yeah, they definitely were flat for most of the game. Um, and you know, I mean. <laughs> You want to be excited, like I said, about the end of the game. But, you know, I mean, they were up 5 nothing. If it's me, I'm trying to win 10-0. But at the same time, there's probably a little bit of sense of taking their foot off the gas and not going 100%, you know, not oh, trying to go They definitely was. They didn't start their their stars for that four-minute power, power play, play at the end. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were out there. Yeah. They were out there for part yeah, of it. Towards they, the end, you got to yeah, put the, the second, second line out there. The but second half of it, they usually got the they're, line they're out. starting but out there. So Cernak put a pretty big hit. Yeah, Cernak put a pretty big hit on Matthews along the half wall, and as soon as that happened, uh, they came out real quick, and the second power play went in. So there was definitely some yeah. of that. But I mean, I you know, uh, I mean, I, I don't I don't think we can sit here and call out individual people on this team when it was five to nothing. Right? That's across yeah. the board. Agreed. That's across the board. McDonough had a couple of questionable plays. If we want to sit here and go down the line, Cooch, point, Pollock, blah, 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 blah. Dude, everyone, everyone. Stamco Swift on a shot tonight. You know, uh Hetty was probably the only guy that played a solid regular game that he normally plays. I mean, I he had a couple that. of plays I thought on he played a rushes game tonight. Good. I don't know what you were watching. He had one of his worst per- playoff games I've ever seen him play. I, I don't know. I said maybe. I said Did you hear what I said? I said if there's one guy that yeah. maybe had an okay game, it was Hedman. I said maybe. That's what yeah. I said. Maybe. From going, <laughs> going back to that. He made a couple of good plays. That going back to that comment that Sheldon Keefe said that you said it was not against the Lightning, his specific thing was when I look at the playoffs, like especially their first round last year, they definitely led the league in skirmishes after the whistle and things that they're trying to do after too. the whistle. Too, Are you going to let me finish? I read it too, bro. Why do you got to be right? It doesn't well, fucking matter, really. No, I'm okay. sitting there saying he said it about the Lightning. They are borderline okay. violent. Okay. So. That was the first thing that was coming out that was kind kind of some mind games. Then we had, we found out that Foot was going to get his first, um, his first playoff game, and they sat Bogo, and we all questioned that. And I've seen some people here wondering why they they sat Bogo. Well, when Um, Bogo was playing four games ago, they were like, "Why is Bogo playing and not Foot?" I'm not sitting here ready to question anything or any choice, except for maybe the only thing I'll question is why didn't Coop stick to the lines that he started with. He bailed on those lines so quickly. And then it was like, it, to me, that's where I felt like the chaos really set in because then he was just kind of like, okay, you guys, you guys. And he wasn't really letting them get into set lines and let them get out and really get into any rhythm. You know what I mean? So like, 
like I said, I mean, Foot didn't play like that bad of a game either. There were some bright spots, but I'm just saying we can't sit here and start going down the line and calling out guys when the entire team shit the bed. Like the whole team shit the bed basically tonight. So that five minute power play, they they did nothing. You can sit here and say that Coop got outplayed or outcoached. Well, he's not really the power play coach, okay? And second of all, you got to be able to do. Any All right, we're gonna one. we're gonna try to figure out how to fix lightning and the stashes. <laughs> <feet. laughs> yeah, there as, you, if, as if the game wasn't bad enough. Well, my hey technology God, is completely crapping out on me tonight. Yeah, Peter, give us give us can your final thoughts they, here. Yeah. I mean, can we say that they amber herded the uh, the bed tonight? I mean, is, is that is that are we able to say that? I mean, and that's the end of the day. You can just turn the page Wednesday. Huh? It was the dog. It wasn't her. <laughs> Are exactly, you kidding me? exactly. What is going on? Listen, you guys do a great job. I just wanted to call in and chime in. I never get a chance to really talk to you guys besides when I'm on my show or uh, when we Facebook message. So uh, you guys do a hell of a job. Just keep on doing what you're doing. I love it. And I tr I'll try not to be a stranger on your show. Try not to be a stranger on my show. All right. All right, man. We appreciate you. Peter Blake, the sports web. Bring in the passion. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, Peter. sir. Always. All right, man. All right. Appreciate it. We'll see you for, for game two, hopefully with some better results. Stash looks like he's yes, sir. Stash looks like he's frozen again. And I agree. I don't think we can call out any one player. I think the whole team yeah. didn't do any didn't play well tonight. Um all the way down to Vassy. I mean this this team was not, and I've seen comments. Don't start with the can we start Elliot? Um, that's stupid. I would have, I would have took Vassy out for the third period. Not yeah. because it was anything he did, but just let the guy rest, let the guy not get hurt. I mean, why, what's that, the point of that keeping him That would have got in his head, I think. That would have got in his head. So you guys, obviously I dropped out, but you guys were talking about pulling Vassy. Oh, we're, I was saying that it was stupid. The comments that I was seeing out there, let's start Elliot next game and no, and I wouldn't start said, him next game, but I I might have started him for the third period tonight. That's what Shooter was saying that he would right. he would have pulled him for the third. But I, you know, I'm with you. He's played every single minute, but like I don't think we've ever had a backup that you could trust well enough. And I I think at four nothing or whatever it was going into the third, I don't you know what I mean. It's it's game one is the other thing too. Like that almost seems like a desperation move in game one, but. What I don't understand is if that's something that you would normally do in the regular season, why you just don't do it in the postseason too? Right. You know I mean? he, he doesn't so, pull goals. Which he wouldn't, which he wouldn't. Right. I'm just saying in general, the hockey, like yeah. the regular hockey, you know, norm. Like people, oh, that, but like, you know, and can we also talk about how, I mean, I, I don't know where they got their math or who, the, who came up with this. We were talking about as well how penalties actually go up in the playoffs, but all I know is some of those cross checks that they called against our guys seemed incredibly ticky tacky that they were like calling at the beginning of this that the beginning of the season and then stopped calling like a month in and now suddenly they started calling them all again like and on um, both sides too like there's yeah, just well, the second period was just a couple all of very questionable holds some of those holding calls there was like one interference call I was like okay that's that's a pretty solid call because right in front of the net it kept. Uh, I think it was Colton from getting to the puck. There was either Colton or Paul. 
Um, so like there were a couple of what I would consider legit like postseason penalties, but yeah, I mean if that's how they're going to call it, that's going to have to call it. But uh, watch game you know. two, we're gonna we're gonna get two penalties the whole game. That that is usually yeah. my problem with yeah. the refs is the inconsistency because right. this was a regular season game. We're called like one. In the next game, we'll get different refs, and it's just going to be a free-for-all. So, I don't know. We'll have to wait to see if that is going to happen. Let me give Donnie Pepin a sound effect real quick. Keep my team's name out your fucking mouth! You see, what Donnie and some of these uh, Toronto fans don't seem to understand is in the NHL playoffs these days, in the modern era of hockey, they play a seven-game series. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I know. Because, I know as Lightning fans, we don't really understand that because what it only happened once in the last two seasons, in the last two playoff runs. So I know we don't always remember that it's a seven-game series, but it is. It is a seven-game series, as uh, it was already pointed out um, by uh, why am I missing yeah, by Joel that uh, this team doesn't lose back-to-back games in the playoffs. This team responds very well uh, in the playoffs, in fact, when they lose a game. So, uh, and also, um, I can't remember who it was. Was it um, Gabby that posted the first game, the game one stats for the Lightning? And they're not good. I don't know if anybody noticed that. I saw that before the game. But the history of game ones for the Lightning, they're like, I think they're less than 500 in game Overall, one. yeah. Last oh, year... They were pretty good in game ones. Yeah, but they're only like four and five under John Cooper or something like that. They're they're really not as good as we remember. So seven seven game series. And um, for yeah. Anthony's comment, let me just mention this real quick. So Wednesday, um, I'll be watching at home. Friday, I don't think we're going to the games. Uh, we might be doing something at District Tavern. I'm thinking because I heard. The watch party uh, tonight was quite disappointing. Horrible. Horrible. I do not recommend going to um, Sparkman Wharf for their watch parties. Um, they they got the lightning got blindsided. Their plans were to have it down by the water. Um, they started having some construction, so they've moved it all up on the lawn. Um, there's a total of maybe 15 tables that if you're not there by 4.30-ish, 5 o'clock, you will not get one. You can't bring your own chairs. Um, you can bring blankets, sit on the lawn. They There were so many pitchers and so many. Debbie Kemp, who's a, a big listener of the show, supporter of the show, she put out a picture where they we were allowed to put our umbrellas down on the table, but you couldn't remove them from the table or you got kicked out of the venue. So your sight line had a whole bunch of um, these sticks from the umbrellas all in your sight line. And when they, when someone mentioned that they were in their sight line, they said them move, but you couldn't move the furniture. So, so it was kind of, it, it, it was just not well planned out. Um, Greg Wolf was hosting it. They had the blue crew there. They had Thunderbug there. Um, if you just want to go and drink and just sit and watch the game on a Jumbotron, then go have fun. Um, if you want to enjoy the game and sit there with your fan, it's not. Um, it, that was the consensus. Nobody it's not channel side of 2016, huh? Or no, I even asked about doing the show down there. I brought my laptop and everything. That's why I'm home 
and they literally said, no, we're closed as soon as this game's over. Um, they closed at nine o'clock at a regular game. So they were kicking everybody out after afterwards. So we, we might have to have our own party. Yeah, it, it just was not fun. Um, Stay tuned. Yeah, and it's supposed to rain Wednesday. There's a sixty percent chance of rain on Wednesday, so being out. You're not allowed to bring an umbrella, so forget about it. We could put the umbrellas up on the table, but they'll only cover the table itself and not the people sitting around it. So, the good thing is, is Jody Ermlich did make these shirts for us. Oh yeah, Um, she gave. They actually say we wonder I'm back at Lightning Podcast. Um, we made, yeah. we made stole my shirts. idea, Jody. I was like, I wanted to, to, wanted to make the same thing because we real time made those shirts uh, at Shooter's house on Saturday for his surprise party. Yep. After uh, I, I took our other friend Jeff and I uh, took Shooter out fishing half the morning, half the day, a little more than half the day, and then uh, took him back and his, his wife set up a surprise party. So we're all hanging out there, and then. School gets told him, he's like, hey, you were talking about making that shirt. I'm like, guys, like, here, what do you think about this? I'm like, well, that is awesome. And, uh, yeah, we kind of shopped it, work- workshopped it right there, came up with the design and picked up the color and everything. So I'm excited to be able to meet up to you and get that. It'll probably take, you know, a few weeks like it did to get your shirt from me. No, so, we'll see each other Saturday. So <laughs> well, That's right, yeah. Although, hey, hey, listen, well, I thought I, I had the funniest joke of our, of our like, little – group chat for the game when oh, yeah. I mentioned we're really going to need the lightning to flip a switch <laughs> for this third period <laughs> the dial was was broken tonight and yes Matthew I did say the dial is at fucking zero right now so uh the funny thing is on that shirt the school has the Joni made for us the dial is at eight where uh, oh yeah well it's kind of like it kind of looks like it's at eight but yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Was yeah. that before? It is now definitely a zero. Look, there's not even a zero on that lo- that <laughs> dial. It is now no longer registering on the shirt. But uh, yeah, that was that was fun. That was cool making those shirts. And it is time for them to really turn the dial back up. Yeah, and it resets it, it for game eleven real quick. Playoffs, so they're they're just recalibrating mm-hmm. it. It needs to get so. to eleven real fast. <clears throat> on that Friday, uh, I will be at the game. I think Stash, you're going too uh it's in the the rumor is it's in the works so yeah so so i don't know we'll be at the game we might not be at the game either way we'll we'll be live after the game i'll be down i'll probably i mean i'll probably be downtown if i don't if it doesn't work out that i'm in the game i probably will go down to district tavern and hang out down there and then i'll probably run down to district tavern after the game and yeah come and join Maybe we'll just throw our show on from there. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, um, what, what are you going to say? What, we, we got our asses whooped, and uh, the only thing they can do is go to uh, game two. And Clifford uh, will automatically be suspended for game two. It's required that? that he gets at least one game suspension after that game misconduct penalty. That's so, a brutal hit. So he will be at least. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. You know, you can sit here and call, obviously, like, I, you know, whatever. You call the Lightning the violent team, but that's the kind of Bush League shit that was around in the beer leagues or in, like, the back in the, you know, 70s and 80s. It doesn't need to be in this league anymore. So 
Yeah, Blake said it best right here. Put it behind us. We move on to Wednesday. This team is really good. And even Donnie Pepin agrees that it was a cheap hit. And uh, it's good to see that he is at least not a complete uh, clown. But uh, good to see that because they were in the arena. They were definitely saying, refs, you suck. But it wasn't like the rest of them. There was only a small percentage. I noticed that that chant did not last very long. A lot of people didn't join in on that one. Um, uh, and uh, this is something I'm excited about, too. I love every time I see Anthony James in public because he always has whiskey. So I'll be excited for that. Shooter hey. has enough whiskey for all of us right now. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know how much he has left after Saturday because we definitely uh, opened a couple of those up. But, um, you know, the one thing that I was thinking about you know, having to play Toronto was how motivated they're going to be to just get out of the first round. So yeah. I'm kind of wondering how much did they, you know, give tonight and are they going to have anything left yeah. for a best of seven series? Because, you know, they, they were great tonight. There's no denying yeah. it. They played great. They beat us outright tonight. But can they do that three more times? Yeah. Or did they give everything they got tonight? And that was the one thing that worried me about playing Toronto was they just want to get out of that first round. And I could see them getting like given everything they got to get out of that first round and then just getting swept in the second round. But hey, it's the, who the lightning drew and that's who they're going to have to show up against um, again yeah. on Wednesday night. And uh, it'll be interesting to see because the... Um, the Lightning never lose two in a row in the playoffs, or they haven't in the last two years. Yeah. So we're going to find out a lot about this year's Lightning and a lot yeah. about the capability, or if they can even three-peat on yeah. Wednesday night. And that does, guess what? They can still three-peat if they lose two games in a row. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure teams yeah. have won championships by losing yeah. two two games in a row. But I'm not worried yet. My, my dial for panic is moved a, a notch, but it's not close to all, all the way there. One, it's at one, only because they got shut out for the first time since 2018. Or else, if it had been five to one, it would be a zero. So a couple of quotes after the game tonight why the players and stuff are getting interviewed. Cooper, I'm not so sure they had to play particularly well to beat us tonight. You've got to win four, and you don't have to give teams any freebies, and we probably gave them a little bit of a freebie tonight. I think it's hard to judge either team tonight. McDonough said, we need to get back to what our identity is here as far as keeping the puck out of our net and let our offense come from that. They had some odd man rushes, some breakaways. That's not what that's not winning hockey. Um, Steven Stamkos says it's going to be a long series. It could have been a whole different game had they taken advantage of the five-minute power play in the first. Said a lot of things that have worked lately didn't tonight. Passes off sticks and skates. And the last quote came from Victor Hedman. I think they made the right call on pretty much every single um, play, on every single penalty both ways. So those are what came out of the news conference. Here's the new um, playoff hat. It is... Not available at Emily's store yet. It is only available at the merchandise truck that's at Sparkman's War. They won't have it at Emily until Friday. 
All right, cool. Let's um, let's remind everyone because we're gonna wrap it up soon. We still got some cool shit to give away. So hashtag WTF with your comment. Uh, we've got the pub crawl coming up, the bar crawl, downtown crawlers. Uh, that's gonna be Saturday. We're gonna be doing a live end of season wrap up there, so you can come hang with us. Uh, and you can win some tickets tonight by just adding hashtag WTF to your comment. And then we also are going to hand pick some of the best comments that we've seen tonight. I know it's tough tonight, but here's what's up for grabs. We've got the smack another round shirt for somebody. We've got some pucks and pizza, um, a puck for one of our lucky winners. Uh, if you've never been to Pucks and Pizza, is over here in Palm Harbor on Tampa Road. So uh, get a chance to go try them out if you win, and I think everyone should. And then we've also got something from Maliktronics as well. I don't think we know exactly what that is, though, right? What is it? The Maliktronics swag. It's you know the it uh, Hat Trick 2.0 speaker. Oh, there you go. That's that's pretty sweet. So. Make us laugh or something in the comments. Give give a good take on what's going to happen next game because we'll yeah. pick that probably in the next 10 minutes here because there's just no point of beating a dead horse here. You know, was I not sharing for that whole thing? Yeah, you are. Okay. All right, so get done. Sorry. The, the whiskey's catching up with me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, right here. A couple, couple guys came through this. We were 14 and 19 overall in all, all time in game ones. Yeah, I, I starred his other comment too, which was yeah. this one. 14 19, yeah. the first game of the playoff yeah. series, 6 7, the first game of the red playoff series, which includes wins in three consecutive seasons. We're good. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I got to say, I know we lost and all, but I feel like everyone needs to step their game up in the comments too. Trying to find, trying to find something to make me laugh. And I guess it's just all as sad as we are. We got a couple starred. You you didn't star anyone yet? We have our own like we can we can rank your comments on our side. You guys can't see it. <laughs> uh, somebody asked what I was drinking. I I actually don't know uh, what this was. Do you remember Stash? We were drinking it on Saturday. It was the one bottle that I'd never heard of before. Oh no, I don't remember. But it's a ninety-two proof, so it's it's pretty solid. Yeah, I'll bring it no, next show. Not like the 138 uh, Elijah I've got over here. I, I had to go with gin tonight, though. I didn't. I couldn't do the bourbon after uh, it already had a little bit of heartburn. So uh, I had to take it easy with the gin tonight. So, um, you know, it, I, I do think that we see maybe Bogosian in the next game. I don't know. Not to foot play, play in a bad game. I just feel like, you he's know, more physical. I mean, that's what I think you need him for. He's a little more physical, but he's also a little more stay at home. And like, you know, I think he'll be a little bit more prone to, to helping solidify the defense and not have four guys trying to do the same job right in front of the net. Like the, you were talking about before with that school bus line. That's what happened. They all collapsed and they all went to go to say to do the same job. And I even noticed that, like, um, even Hagel is still having a hard time figuring out where he fits on on the line or in that team. Because, I mean, he 
he made a play where he dumped a puck behind the net, and then him and Sorelli went and made went to go take the same line. I'm like, that's a bad play. You're definitely going to be outnumbered because you're coming behind the play. And then Toronto guy was able to get there first on the puck and move around the boards, and it would end up being a turnover instead of an ability to get there, get the puck in the zone, get on the cycle, and set up some possession. So, you know, it's – it's interesting to see how much he's still shaking it up because he can't figure out, I think specifically, where he wants Hagel to play. And know? this is Hagel and, and Paul's first playoff. Yeah. Um, that they well, I, thought, well, I thought Paul played a really good game still. I, I thought, thought so too. Paul, Paul really did play his game tonight. And I said to you guys, and I even said in my other group chat, I was surprised he didn't stick with it. I thought that Killer, Colton, and um, Paul line was going to be the line that started the game whenever I saw that in the pregame from Joe Smith. And I, I thought that they have a chance to be a difference maker in the series. And he did not stick with that line whatsoever. He basically, right after the five-minute power play, he started switching it up. So um, maybe maybe he, maybe he did panic a little bit. Maybe he still isn't quite comfortable enough with his lines to say, okay, we're just going to roll them no matter the situation. And to me, that's – that might take my panic up to like my panic dial up to two, maybe. Like and I don't maybe. think I don't think Coop really panics. I think he gets pissed off, and that's his way of showing it to the players uh, when he so, isn't happy with the performance. Um, playoffs or not, I would have probably sat Cooch for a couple of shifts from that retaliatory penalty that he took because that's the kind of shit we can't have Cooch doing. We can't have that mentality from Cooch in the playoffs. He's got to get that out of his head real fast. And then some of the other games tonight, Hurricanes beat the Bruins 5-1. to one. Kings are leading the Oilers 2-1. to one. The Blues are beating the Wild 2-0. to zero. Ooh, 2-0 on the flower, huh? Yeah. Watch out, Wild. So, got a couple lopsided games tonight. It's the first night of the NHL playoffs. And we've got a long, long way to go. But an interesting thing, Montreal's exit interviews um they had most of a majority of their players said that they were exhausted by the end of the season from going into the playoffs so far last year and going to the finals and i i'd watched this um preview of all the different series that are coming up and the question was do you think the lightning's legs are going to start feeling what montreal was saying their legs were by the end of the season and I was talking with some people at the watch party, and they said, yeah, but we're more experienced than Montreal was, but we're also older. So those older legs tend to get tired out, even though more experienced. So as I don't think if, there's no, no way there's going to be a sweep. Um, but do those do, and we've talked about this a couple other shows, does the longevity that the Lightning has won two Stanley Cups in a span of 365 days, and have continued just keep on playing, does that catch up on? Now that we've heard Montreal's exit interviews and them saying that they were in so much pain and that they didn't get the great offseason and everything else, do you think that's going to be a factor whenever Tampa is done in the playoffs? How can how can it not be? And it's not yeah. just last year. Montreal wasn't in a deep playoff run the year before. And we right. were. So, you know, eventually it's going to catch up with them. Uh, but they've got to have, they've got to do what they do. They've got to have the stars show up, 
which they didn't tonight. They're whiffing on shots. You know, Hedman it looked like he's skating in cement. And then um, you also have to have that bottom six show up as well and contribute, not just defensively, but offensively. And just no, well, nothing worked tonight. Well, Coop needs to commit, though. Coop needs to commit to what the bottom six is, what the top six is. You can't have guys floating up and down. You really can't. Yeah, I agree. He's got to figure his shit out and say, okay, just what we're rolling with, boys. I don't care if we're up 5 nothing or if we're down 5 nothing or somewhere in between. These are the lines. This is what we're rolling get out there and play your fucking hockey. Like, I think that's what they really need. So, you know. Next game will be pretty telling to to see the lines, to see how much they change up the strategy on the power play, which they did within the game. I mean, my God, in that first five-minute power play, which was definitely the determining moment of the game, when, when they looked so bad on that five-minute power play where they could have spotted themselves a two- or three-goal lead. Yeah. But they couldn't do anything, and then they ended up playing scared because they were giving up so many chances. Um, and they just kept trying to do the same thing. Like, oh, let Point or Cooch, why don't you take it in? And then they kept, as soon as they get, got it in, they kept, like, trying to drop it back or, or like, well, just they, they dump it in. They right to the half board, and then they would just get collapsed on. And dump that's, it. That's Put it in, d- dump it in and chase it. You got five guys on four. Well, and that's so, exactly my point. That's why I'm sitting here losing my shit because you have them outnumbered, and yet they're outnumbering you on the puck. How is that possible? You have more guys, and they, they, they did their homework early on. And we talked about this whenever the Lightning Cloud or power play was struggling around the first of the year. If you pressure the Lightning while they have the puck, they they fall to pieces. They fall apart if you put too much pressure on them. They don't know. They don't. It's not that they don't know. It's that they just they they can't they don't make that pass they don't make that pass quick enough they don't have a creative enough solution to move the puck around so they can get a setup and then take advantage of their man advantage you know what I mean so it's it's interesting to see because it's it's what we saw whenever they were really when they were slacking and then since Cooch and Point had been healthy for a while we hadn't seen that they had figured it out for a little while so. Whatever it is, if they get on the power point and they don't have the offensive zone face-off win, they need to figure out some way to get in that zone without just basically trying to skate it in and drop it back or whatever. And there needs to be some kind of some kind of strategy change from Halpy and the power play and their entry into the zone when they have the man advantage. And it's coming here by Sarah. It's interesting because – I think we need some home ice and good pump playoff crowd. The thing is, if you remember last year, we were better on the road than we were at home. And we were saying because Cooper was too busy trying to play the matchups, having that last matchup. So, so, you know, the the home ice, yeah, I think it's going to be loud as hell in there Friday night. Yeah, Uh, but – but it's going to be interesting to see what kind of mix it is because I have seen so many people putting their tickets up. I mean, literally the seats in front of me are up for 140 bucks a ticket. Now, I know how much they were paid for as an STM in that seat. It was $55. Yeah. So he's basically, pay, he's basically getting a $100 profit for each one of those seats. So for round one, it's $55 for STMs in those seats that he's at. So, 
who's going to pay that price? I can tell you who's going to pay that price. Toronto sure. fans are going to pay that price. So it's going to be interesting on what kind of mixture it is, what, depending on what also the, the series record is when we come home on Friday. Is it going to be one-to-one or is it going to be 2 well? Yeah. You know, another thing to consider was Toronto didn't have people in their stands last year at all, did they? They didn't really have a true no. home no. game. No. So yeah, remember- Montreal didn't until the finals. Yeah. So they they were hopped up for this game. I, I could totally see them really, really kind of taking a step back for the next game. And that with the combination of our coaches having the tape, knowing how to make the adjustments and our team full of veterans. I, I think we're going to one to one after Wednesday night. I agree. Uh, some bar crawl tickets. Yeah. All right. We're going to do do uh, two pairs. Two pairs. If you've already won, I'm sorry, you can't win. Hopefully, we can remember who's won. That's <laughs> sure job, Mr. Producer, man. So that's, that's this Saturday, May 7th. If you do win, you better come hang out with us for a little while. And there you go. Gabe, hopefully um, you are not in Oakland with that athletic shirt on, but... You are one winner. Shoot us a message so we can get your all we need is your email for those tickets. And let's do one more. Anthony James. I know he likes a good bar crawl. So there you go, guys. Just shoot us an email or shoot us a, a direct message or get a hold of one of us for um you know how to get a hold of email. Uh, Gabe can't do it. Do you want to go ahead and draw again? He just commented he can't do it. All right. Let's see who else is our. So even winner. if you didn't win, um, you can still go on and buy the tickets. They're fifteen dollars. Um, Blake. What? Blake can't go either. Does, doesn't nope. Blake live? Blake, you can't go either, can you? Um, but if Everyone you don't want to buy the tickets, you don't win the tickets. You can still come and join us at District Tavern in downtown. We are going to be doing the show from there. Yep, no, Blake can't go. Go ahead. (laughs) Then why did you guys hashtag? Starts at at 4 o'clock for anyone that's asking. It goes till 7. We'll probably be there a little later. Joy, can you tell? Joy. Let me tell you. She, she She will drink anybody under the table. Oh, she's never met us. Oh, you've never met Joy. She always comes to one of those group nights when I do the all you can drink. Um, she she plays that game. All right. Well, uh, I know uh, our buddy Joe's actually going to be out there too, and isn't going to make it. So, Zach, Zach if, uh, yeah, let us know. Uh, it's from it's at four, so it's yeah, it's in the afternoon, and then it's like the rest of the like what four to ten or something like that, technically on the event, it's like six hours. Anthony, so, we'll we'll um we'll get in touch. You can you can give them out to some neat freaks if you want. Yeah, absolutely. Probably give them out to someone in the group. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Do you guys have some favorite comments so we can wrap this thing up? Well, yep. evidently Sarah won the internet. So, uh, which one? Right. Um, 
I mean, that one was pretty good. Um, and then I, I'm always a fan of hitting, hitting the song lyric or the title of a song that's super appropriate to a comment made. So, you know. All right, I'll tell you what, Sarah, Smack Sports shirt. That, that's winner number one. Stash, you got or um, not Stash Schoolie. You want to you want to do one for the speaker? Yeah, I have two. I'm trying to figure out which one I like better. Um, let's do let's do Brian with the stats. All right. Yeah, we appreciate when someone comes on with some real yeah. stats because we can't not always look it up before. It's also or coming with the knowledge whenever we're too lazy to go do it ourselves and look it up for you to Google it for us. You get rewarded for not doing it for free. So, Brian, email me, uh, message me um, so I can get that speaker sent out to you. And um, let me do the last one here. Pucks and pizza. Get yourself a free puck. Steven, see, I like the optimism. It's only game one. That's the other one I couldn't decide between. So I'm glad that's the one you picked. Seven game series. Um, I'll hit you up with uh, the details for that. And uh, thanks to all those folks, Bucks and Pizza, Smack Apparel, and Maletronics. Appreciate you guys doing doing it all first round. So come back and join us on Wednesday. Yeah. So, uh, and like he said, we will be at District Tavern on Saturday. $15 $15 tickets. If you don't get your tickets, join us down at District Tavern. We are going to have some freebies there um, yeah. given away. And uh, what? 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 We're going we're gonna to be giving away stuff? What? Yeah. No some different stuff. And yeah. I also have a Vassy bobblehead to give away. There you go. There you and, go. And no, you no. can watch us record the show live. You can be. And maybe you can come jump on it. I don't know. Yeah, I've seen gonna, next to us. We're going to go through some of the uh, the stuff that we were talking about earlier in the season. And, uh, and really, uh, it's a celebration. Uh, so hopefully, uh, you know, they planned this before they knew the schedule for the playoffs. I think they were kind of like me. They thought maybe there would be a little bit of more time between the end of the regular season uh, and the start of the playoffs, but clearly no. So uh, let's hope for a 1-1 series, you know, and then uh, maybe a nice win even on Friday coming home. Uh, there'll be three games played already by the time that happens. So let's hope for a, a 2-1 lead for the Lightning by the time we get together on Saturday because then we could really be celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, Saturday definitely is District Tavern. That's where we'll be camped out for the bar crawl. But that might be the spot for the post-game show as well. As well. That's, yeah. Don't want to get Friday. confusing. Uh, we're talking about doing a post-game show friday night but basically district tavern is where we're going to be camped out for the playoffs let's just say that like if you go to district tavern during the playoffs it's a good chance you're going to fucking run and in, run into one of us so uh she had promised me we weren't going to do an hour-long show tonight and yet here we are uh <laughs> minute 54 of the show because we can't possibly just come in here and only do this for half an hour we love all of you way too much you know uh we can't we, we can't get away when we get involved, we get interact with all of you. Uh, you know, it's better than the game some nights, like tonight. It's almost better than sitting here 
uh, doing this than watching the game. Uh, I, I don't know if uh, it's definitely beginning to an hour. It's number one bullshit. Oh, number one bullshit. Yeah. So, All right. You guys got any f- final inspiring thoughts? I mean, how, how much more can we beat this dead horse? No, it's dead. It's dead. It's, it's run over. The vultures are picking the bones dry. Uh, the only thing we can do is, uh, <laughs> uh, if you're a five minutes earlier agent, you might have got started and you might have won something here coming in the last second. But alas, you're just, just too late because that's a great, great comment. Made me laugh. Made me laugh. A couple stats real quick. After the loss in 2020 and 2021, 14-0, 3.36 three goals for, 1.36 goals against. Andre Vasilevsky, after a loss 2020, 2021, 14-0 with a .951 save percentage, 1.2 goals against average. Yeah, going to need a little more help on Wednesday, though, than yeah. you got tonight. No, you're right. I think Bogo is going to be back. All right. Anything else, boys? No, let's get out. Let's go. I'm tired. It was a long game. But listen, once again, thanks, everybody, for coming and sticking with us. I love Sometimes it's funny how we, we almost have <laughs> better crowds after a loss than a win. I don't know if I could say it. Any better than Kevin Callen coming out of this show. Uh, great comment, Kevin. And uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. Cool. All right. And thanks, everyone, for the birthday wishes. He's old. Except for the Lightning, who did not deliver on their birthday. <laughs> Promise to me of a win. But, hey, this has been We the Thunder. Did I just say Thunder? Yeah. That was not Thunder. It was not that's, Thunder. That's, that's, the 40 not year old. that's the 40-year-old. Great. That's the, that's the whiskey. What the? Saturday. Saturday still has you. This has been We the Thunder. Don't forget to be the thunder. That's it? That's it.